0: He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you. On the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. Someone I'm excited to talk to and haven't talked to in over a decade now. Amy Lee from Evanescence. It's wonderful to have you back on these airwaves. You're living in Nashville these days, aren't you?
1: I am. Just moved here last year.
0: I, I remember you had just moved to Brooklyn, I think it was, last we spoke.
1: That was a long time ago. Dang. It
0: was. Like, this conversation's long overdue, obviously. (laughs)
1: Yeah, how are you? How
0: you been? I've been very well. Uh, A lot has happened since then, obviously, Uh, including some new music from Evanescence, first album in nine years that I'm looking forward to hearing about. But actually, you know what I want to start with is that concept of change and how both personally and professionally over these past several years, you've embraced new creative avenues, new life roles like becoming a mom. And find yourself back in the place you are now, writing and recording in the rock vein with Evanescence again, with a lot of new perspective.
1: Yeah. It's sort of what happens. Like, for me personally, like, and you can't know this when you go out on a a bunch of different branches, but like creatively, you just sort of have to let yourself explore to learn all the way who you are. And the truth for me is that I'm a lot of things and I have a lot of different aspects to my personality and... Evanescence is a big part of that, but it's not the whole thing. So being able to let myself be my whole self and go out on those different branches um, is something that has made me feel really happy and secure in the fact that I want to be exactly where I am now and craved coming back to this and rocking with evanescence. So um, I'm, I'm glad to have made that discovery <laughs> for sure. But, you know, when we first started out, uh, when you look at that – album cover for Fallen. That was my 21st birthday. Wow. I was just out of high school. It was like, I think this is who I am, I'm not totally positive, you know?
0: (laughs) That's incredible. The forthcoming album is The Bitter Truth, coming nine years after the release of your last album of all original material. What sorts of projects have you lent your talents to since 2011? And on the subject of Evanescence, I also want to hear about Synthesis and how that came to pass.
1: Okay, cool. I did a little bit of solo stuff, just covers by myself. I... I run the rig at home. Like I, when we're writing, I'm the one who records the demos and and makes things as good as they can be from home. And kind of took that to the next place with uh, some home recording stuff and put out some solo work in that way. I did two or uh, three different things for film. I I did uh, a couple of um, independent film scores that I loved working on and got to collaborate and work in music styles that are really different than what I had typically done before. And then, yeah, and then I wrote, like, the end title for uh, Voice from the Stone, which led me to work with Eric Howell, who just directed to Use My Voice. It all comes around. If you just, like, let yourself go and let those clicks happen, like, if you get inspired and have collaborative magic with somebody, only good can come of it because you're going to learn more about yourself and then maybe make a connection that um, makes sense to go back to and, and um, use in the future, you know? Let me think. I did a kid's album with my family after Jack was born, uh, which was totally different and really, really just something I'll never forget and always cherish. Let me think. I'm missing something major here. I know it's it been a lot. Uh, Synthesis with uh, the band was uh, really, really awesome and fulfilling, too. David Campbell uh, is the string arranger who, I mean, is just a legend. He's done everything, everything awesome you can think of. Um, and been doing it for a really long time. He's done all of the Evanescence albums to date. And the idea about Synthesis was like, there's so much about our music. It's like a 3D picture, like to me anyway. You hear what you hear when you hear like the mastered versions of the song. But the way that it ends up at Mix is it's always just so many choices because there's so many different elements in there between power of the band uh, and the incredible and orchestral arrangements that david campbell had done the programming world there's a whole world of that stuff and i'm a huge fan of background vocal writing like i will go nuts on background vocals and create just a whole landscape of that um so by the time you get down to the mix and and get a song like that you've heard a million times like bring me to life there's things in there that i all these years like i'm hearing in my head but i wonder if there's plenty of people that never even noticed it because it's just a tiny little thing. Sure. (laughs) So the idea about the synthesis is like, how can we like, I wish, I always wish like at the end of every cycle, like that I could go home with the mix, but then also have an alternate mix for myself. That is just like strings, programming, background vocals, like all the soundscape stuff without like the band on top of it. Just, just that. And instead of taking that idea and just literally stripping music away, with how much we've evolved since um, that stuff, we went in and picked songs that lent themselves more to like the epic drama of orchestra and the creepiness of programming, and like some single, some not, like just picked songs from our catalog that worked like that and redid like from the ground up music and went in and collaborated with David Campbell again and. Uh, Just created this world that wasn't, that was like kind of pulling the band out. And the band was a part of it, a big part of it. But what they were doing was like kind of learning how to play their instruments in a new way, like just anything but the the thing that we were comfortable with. It was really uncomfortable for them, and I loved it so much.
0: (laughs) Back to the bitter truth. First, the title. Is that one of your most or least favorite things, titling albums and songs?
1: (laughs) You know, it's something that usually comes. Surprisingly, oh God, knock on wood, surprisingly <laughs> quickly and easily. Like, for me, it's never been like, let's pick a name and then write songs. It's like, let the music happen. Um, and at some point during, you know, that journey, you're going to know what the title is. It's been that way every time. And this one, same, pretty early on. The Bitter Truth is a lyric in Wasted on You. And it just feels like such a heart of um, the themes that keep recurring in this body of work, which is, I don't care if it's not the pretty side of me. I don't care if it's not what I want to hear or what I want to believe. I want the truth. I want to wake up and know what's really going on so that I can create change and move forward in the real world. I don't want to be in a bubble, even if it hurts. Mm. So that's not a new, completely new theme for, for me. But in this moment in particular, it just feel really relevant and important in my life and in the world around me.
0: Obviously, the process of making these songs has been anything but business as usual due to the current state of things. Is there a silver lining, do you suppose, to being forced out of your comfort zone and approaching the process differently than you might have in normal circumstances?
1: There is. Um, it's weird to say that, but it's really true. I. couple of things. One is, there's so much wrong... <laughs> there's so much to uh to feel about around us in the world right now there's a lot to say if nothing else like the hardship of this moment has been inspiration in itself having to kind of push back against something and wanting wanting something longing for something that isn't here in front of us that is fuel that is fuel for creating music for me and for writing words the other thing is the fact that we had had to think outside the box just logistically on how do we make a music video right now? Mm. You know, how do we continue um with this we decided that this was going to be the year that we're going to release music and we're ready and we've got, you know, songs in the can and like how do we do this now that we can't move and we're all stuck home apart from each other and we found a way we keep having to kind of work with what we have and go how do we do this and rediscover it which actually makes me remember when we first started out, like when I was first learning how to play an instrument, first learning how to write a song, first learning how to break onto the scene and how to connect with fans and, you know, how to make a connection with, with another human in the world, mm. Um, having to kind of think of that as if it's a new idea again has been really good. We made our... um first video we decided to go for it and just not wait and we released wasted on you which wasn't supposed to be the first single use my voice was going to be but then the world flipped upside down and we needed a new a new meaning in that moment that spoke to what we were feeling then and really really wanted our first thing out the box to have a visual and we figured out a way to get the emotion and the feelings and the expression across uh with our phones and by doing things um in a little art school, from our um, video director friend, and having him teach us how to um, line up the pictures so that we were kind of showing how we were together, even though we were apart, and we all were emotionally moved when we saw that video back because we knew what it meant. Like we had succeeded in something that really seemed impossible at first. So I think that when when you're up against big obstacles, you have an opportunity to. I don't know, show your true character, find, find a new way, and maybe learn something new about yourself.
0: You've put out a few songs from The Bitter Truth, including the new single, Use My Voice, which I'll ask about in a bit. But I wanted to touch on the fact that this collection of songs is still a work in progress, right?
1: Yes. I am home today to work on some more lyrics. But it's been, this has, that has been different as well. We wanted to go ahead and start recording um, at the beginning of the year um, before it was about any of this actually, just because like even though we didn't have the whole body of work, we just liked the idea. I like the idea. If instead of taking it all off in one bite, like this is what we're gonna do, let's lay all the drum tracks, here's the songs, you know, everything's finished, now let's go in and go. It just it feels better to live in the moment and go now. Like let's let's record a little bit now. We have this many songs, let's record these four, you know, and just focus on them by focusing kind of on like one step at a time, one piece at a time. I feel like it lets me be better at my life, like be a mom, you know, think about the tour, think about the music on the album, everything all at the same time by just like taking it in pieces. But also just like the creativity that that opens up is that you have time to think and to listen and to be inspired in new ways and and add things kind of as you go. And it's also been really cool to share this with the fans piece by piece. And um, I don't know, get a feel for like what this album and what this moment and what our sound right now is.
0: There's a lot to unpack in regards to use my voice and a lot of the subject matter you've been asked about repeatedly. Uh, I'm going to try to package it differently here for you. Okay. Was there ever any doubt you'd be so open and forthcoming about the inspiration behind that song specifically, or was there something specific that made you realize that level of honesty is something that people
1: should know? I think that's what music is for. Yeah at least in my life. And if I'm going to say that, if I'm going to say the lyrics that are in that song, then I better be ready to back it up. And I, two years ago, started writing for that song. And it was after reading an impact statement of a a sexual assault survivor who read the most incredibly powerful statement at the end of the trial when the guy got off with a light sentence and just... So the whole thing was demeaning, but she just stood up and spoke her truth. She just spoke like from her heart. This is the clear, plain, simple. This is the truth. This is what happened to me. This is what it felt like. This is what she did. And that moved me to an insane degree. And that's what made the song start. But then as time went on, like it kept needing to be written at every turn. Like I kept feeling this repeating theme about unheard voices, about we have to use our voice and we have to stand up, we have to say something silent is a statement. We don't want to make that statement. If we want anything to ever change or ever be better, we have to stare it in the face. And I, I think this is a time where that is happening. And I have a lot of hope. I have so much hope for things to be better than they are right now. I, I, I really do. I believe in our country. I believe in humans. I think that we're better than this. And I think that what the biggest tragedy and the biggest thing that needs to fix of all is unity. We need to come together. We are strong. But this division, this is what's wrong. Like, we have to come together. One way that we all can and should and will come together is that everybody's voice needs to be heard, so we all need to go vote so that we can be represented, all of us.
0: It's incredible how over the course of a very short amount of time, at least in my memory, we've gone from being relatively civil with one another, even if we disagree on certain things, to now it's like the we disagree, so I hate you mantra that has somehow right. infected our ability to communicate and learn from one another. That's the issue, isn't it?
1: I know. I Yes, I agree. We're better than that. We're older than that. <laughs> like,
0: there you that's go.
1: like That's like fourth grade stuff.
0: Yep. I would agree completely on a much lighter note i thought it was really cool that you employed the voices of lizzie hale taylor Momsen, and some others throughout the song i love that show of solidarity and support despite the music business being as competitive as it is
1: i reached out to my friends um between lizzie lindsey sterling taylor sharon from within temptation and even like my sisters and amy McLawhorn, my my guitar player's wife Just reached out to people that are my real, like, sisters in my life, because I feel like that's what it's about. It shouldn't be just about, like, who's famous. (laughs) Like, what feels feels good and what feels real and what feels authentic to me is the power of just people, just people. That's what we are. And when we're together, we're stronger. From just, like, the perspective of of being a woman in, in this world, having each other's backs and supporting each other, when you think about it even smaller, like in, in the rock world, is crucial. It's so important. And I think that, um, I hope that people are beginning to see how much we love and need and support and respect each other. It's not about catfights and there can only be one. We want there to be more. We want equality, just like, just like everybody ought to. And I think that, I hope that, like, showing that, showing our togetherness, show something to people that um, they might need to hear. And all of us, whether we're alike or different, we we really are just humans at the heart of it all. I think we really need to remember that right
0: now. couple more quick items, Amy, and again, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thinking back on Fallen and the rocket ship that catapulted Evanescence into the stratosphere nearly 20 years ago now, I've never been keen on asking artists whether they'd change anything if they could go back and do it again because we all learn and get better with experience right right but I will frame it like this are there lessons you've learned over time either on the creative side or on the business side that oh, would have been that would have been especially <laughs> valuable had Amy Lee in 2003 been privy
1: yes absolutely I don't I don't even know how to go down that list it's so big <laughs> um, more than anything you know I was really young when we started, and just unsure of myself as a person, as a musician, as anything. And to put yourself up, uh, and and things really did uh, rocket launch for us. Like quickly, when we made that album, to be in the spotlight and and to have people looking at you, talking at you about you, all of that becoming famous like that. That was that was hard for me. I I didn't start out on this path because I wanted fame. I'm a pretty introverted person, uh, naturally. And that, that might've been a lot easier for me if I knew like from the outside, like from my future self, it was okay to just be myself and that what other people think as much as I, I felt like I would have said that to you back then, that, that this is what's important. It's really hard to put it into action, especially when you're young to just be confident and just believe, truly believe that I belonged where I was because I, for the first few years um, of being in this business, it it was a constant fight within myself to feel worthy um, and to feel like I was, I was good enough to be standing on the stages that I was standing on. The perspective of just making it through all those concerts and also seeing the much more important, deeper aspect, which is the connection made with people and the way that the music, music can touch people uh, and inspire people and move people in, in a positive way, even when it's born out of pain, especially when it's born out of pain, because they've had that pain too, making that connection so much more powerful than if I'm, I mess up a note on the piano. You know, I think that that perspective would have been good for me, for sure. There's so much more. I've learned a ton about the business a ton more than I, more than I want to know.
0: <laughs> I'll bet. How about, in ter- this might be a little bit easier to answer, but how about in terms of technology and what's possible now versus then? I mean, we're leaps and bounds from where we were in 2003.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and there's upsides and downsides to that, but I mostly look at the upsides because the ability is there now for anybody to make music and get it out into the world. You'd even have to have a lot of money like you used to. Um, the gatekeepers, aren't so strong there is a way for you to create and to be an artist no matter what pretty much i love that and the fact that i can just speak directly to my fans i can go on whatever social media right now and say something and have them hear it that's really powerful so i'm I'm grateful for all that it's there is so much music now that sometimes it's hard it's hard for people to cut through especially artists that are trying to start now it's difficult to um you know, wave your flag and get people to see it when there's just a sea of other artists out there. But I do love how much music there is, because it gives music a chance to become really experimental. You know, it may not be the thing that you hear on the radio, but so many of us consume music in such a more personalized way. Now, you're able to find things. And there's just crazy, every type of thing out there. So I, I'm grateful for that.
0: Well, we love what we've heard so far from The Bitter Truth. Look forward to getting the entire collection, looks like, or from what I've heard later this year, early next year. Is that kind of what you're targeting?
1: Yeah. I I only haven't stuck a date stamp on it because I'm still writing words, but um, we're getting there. We're we're getting close. We're, We're releasing as we go, but we'll drop the back half soon it'll it'll be a matter of months
0: good and then you know hopefully you'll be able to get out and do some shows too and no matter if they're traditional shows all of us together jam-packed in a place or uh like this new drive-up concept they're doing now at drive-in theaters is kind of interesting i
1: know i like that idea i would go to that i would do that right now
0: same same very cool well look forward to uh, seeing you down the road amy and hearing this album and thank you again so much for the time i think the world's a better place with Essence in it so
1: thank you so much you too stay right. safe have a great day see ya